0: Now, the podcast that talks about the dark side of sexuality and brings you topics that you don't talk to your mother about. It's time to open your mind and welcome to Behind Blue Eyes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode four on the podcast that explores the dark corners of your mind. Behind Blue Eyes. I'm your host for today's exploration, Eddie Kramer, and I want to thank everybody for listening to the first part of our podcast. Um, it was pretty exciting. I know we had um, three episodes we posted at the very beginning to try to see uh, what the interest would be out there, and we got some good feedback and have some listeners. Not a ton, but uh, I guess it takes some time. So I want to encourage everybody to make sure you subscribe, tell a friend. Also, if you want to give us some feedback, you can go to our webpage, xxxbehindblueeyes.com, also in the show notes. i uh, love to hear from you. You can tweet us, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, there's a whole bunch of different links on there, as well as old-fashioned email. Uh, not only would I like to hear about uh, what you liked or didn't like, but maybe who you want to be here on uh, future guests, and maybe any other information you want. We can kind of explore different things. I'd love to hear you, so please, 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 please uh, send some feedback to us. So today we have a good episode, kind of interesting. We have an interesting guy named Michael, and he's going to take, kind of take us into um, a different area where he grew up as a gay boy and experimented with women and has some crazy fun adventures, and I think you'll find it really interesting. He's certainly an interesting guy, and uh, we may even have him back in later on and kind of continue the conversation about crazy adventures that he's had. So without further ado, we'll give you uh, Michael. Hello, everybody. We have um, Michael here today, and uh, how you doing, Michael? I'm doing all right. How are you? Doing doing great. Excellent. This is our uh, number four podcast, which is kind of cool. People seem to be listening, so that's a good thing, and we'll hope they'll listen to this one also. So, um, we'll talk a little bit about your background and uh, kind of what's going on in your world, because you seem to have a very interesting story. I like to think so. And, well, good. We'll, hear. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll hear. So, uh, how old are you, Michael?
1: I am 28 years old. I was born in Indiana, moved here when I was about six years old, and I've lived here for the past 22 years.
0: So you lived here in uh, Florida?
1: Yeah. Like you said in your last podcast, I was a transplant like everybody else, pretty much.
0: Most people are, yes. I'm I'm one of those transplants either, but uh, also, and I've been here probably about the same amount of time as as you have, but obviously a little older. Just, Um, yeah. (laughs) I don't even know, like... How old are you? I'm uh, 47 years old. Almost you, 48. You do not look 47. Well, thank you. You're yeah. so kind and generous. Uh, that will get you nowhere here. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so what would you consider your sexual orientation? What would you say you are?
1: I found the term, actually. It's called homoflexible. So okay. basically, I'm like mostly gay, like probably 90% and then 10% towards females. But I've only ever had sex with one girl. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that was a mainly one of the interesting parts about my story is a, yeah. uh, best friends with this girl uh, probably for about five years five and a half years and then uh, we were all living out in Orlando together we like went through the struggle lived in a shitty hotel three shitty hotels actually for like four months infested with roaches had to move hotel rooms probably about six times because you know, AC broke the freaking upstairs neighbor shit was leaking or they had well, like whatever it Whatever it might have happened, we ended up having to move all these rooms. Ended up out of the hotel finally, moved into our own apartment. Everything's, like, successful. We're, like, helping each other out. We've gone through boyfriends together, like, and it's just, like, I don't know. There's this huge, like, bonding experience that happened. Yeah. And uh, uh, what, what ends up happening is we... I break up with my boyfriend that I'm living there with at the time. I'm how,
0: living on how the. How long? Ca- how long ago were you with him for?
1: Uh, okay, so I was with him for about a year and a half, okay. almost two years, mm-hmm. living out there in Orlando. I, I actually no, like, cause the timeline doesn't add up. So no, I was with him for about a year and two months, if okay. you were to compare the timeline. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked up because the whole. Like, the reason that I ended up becoming uh, in a relationship with him in the first place was because I knew that he wanted to be with me, Mm -hmm. and all I was trying to do was get rent paid, basically, because we were living in this fucking shitty hotel. (laughs) So I hit him up and uh, was like, oh, yeah, I know you want to... Hang out, and I know that you want to come out here and live with us and go through this, whatnot, and blah, blah, blah. And I basically used him for his check in order to pay for rent. For oh, Sugar Daddy, know. was he? Kind of, bit. but he was like only about four years older than me. So, okay. uh, when it came down to it, though, me and him ended up having issues. I was uh, just basically unhappy in the relationship because of him being a jealous person and this, that, and the other. I would like try to go out and hang out with friends at the bar after I worked at Disney. So mm-hmm. I would have all of these people who were very social yeah. and they'd be like, oh, hey, come out and hang out with us at Buffalo Wild Wings or just right out at the side bar with Maria and blah, blah, blah. So I would go and do that. And like, I think one time he came up and he saw me like hanging out with some dude who was gay, but we weren't like sexually attracted to each other. We were yeah. just like close buddies. It was like, oh, I saw you sitting on that dude's lap, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, legitimately, that's not what you fucking saw. <laughs> Whatever. So argument ensues. Me and him end up breaking up. And uh, I'm living on the couch probably for about a month. And he's like, hey, we have some molly. Uh, Let's go ahead and do some molly together. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'll try everything at least once, maybe (laughs) twice if I like it. So go ahead and we uh, go through the whole like, oh, you just either parachute it or you snort it. And I'm like, I don't like drips. So I parachute the shit. I did like two of them. Nothing happened for me for probably about 45 minutes. Meanwhile, my just bestie at the time is, like, going, Woo! <laughs> Woo! Like, her face is, like, blowing up. Her eyes are getting huge and dilated and whatnot. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're experiencing. And this me. is the girl that you... Yeah, uh, had, yes, yes, yes same girl. So okay. she's, like, she's done hallucinogens. She's done all mm-hmm. kinds of drugs under the sun. She, like, sold a Bible of acid <laughs> in middle school. <laughs> like, intense, intense stuff. Like, Absolutely. highly illegal... Yeah. If she. It's a miracle that she didn't end up getting, like, pulled in by juvie or, like, completely and totally have her whole entire life ruined because of what she was doing. Mm. Um, But no, so we did the Molly together and uh, nothing was happening. So she was, like, been a trip sitter, done hallucinogens, is trying to blow me up by, like, were, like, pop and glow sticks. She's, like, painting, quote-unquote, which right. is where, like, a person takes glow sticks and draws them all over in front of your face and tries yeah. to create trails and whatnot.
0: Yeah.
1: And, like, legit- legitimately nothing happened until she was, like... Uh, I think it was a cover of Only Girl in the World by... It was Rihanna's song, but it was a cover by Ellie Goulding, so it's, like, really slow and, like, drawn out and, like, a m- melodramatic version. And she kissed me. And it was, like, this weird kind of experience and all of a sudden I started like feeling that boost of serotonin yes. I, I started to blow the fuck up after yeah. that so uh we went into the bathroom me her and TJ and we started like taking the glow sticks and breaking them in half so that they exploded all over the mirror in the bathroom crap. oh it was so much fun so much fun and I thought that I was gonna have this massive come down the next day because that
0: heard that's really bad right conduct. right yeah.
1: so like uh, here's some advice for people there's something called 5-HTP, which if you get yeah. yourself on a regimen for and if you take an extra amount before you do molly, like the day beforehand, like you normally take, I think it's like a dose of like two pills every night before you go to sleep and it's supposed to help like increase your serotonin yeah. dopamine regulations or I've, whatnot. I've
0: seen that in a you,
1: health food store. You just take a whole crap load of it, like four or five of them, the, like right before you're going to be coming down and then you go to sleep and when you wake up, I felt fine. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, about two weeks went by, getting back to the actual story.
0: Yeah. Um, so did you, when you kissed her, did you feel like a, there was a connection there? Yeah, absolutely. I, I knew it was obviously a little bit drug-induced, but there was some type of connection.
1: Yeah, okay. So like, even if the drugs hadn't been involved, I still probably would have had the connection. Because it's a person that you've literally... like. I've literally had five years with this person. Mm-hmm. She's known pretty much everything about me save a couple of sexual situations yeah and has like gone through the absolute ringer with me like absolute shit thick and thin and it is like she's into me and i'm like okay wow it's like this is weird to me because i've like i came out of the closet when i was 15 years old Mm -hmm. my mom's totally okay with it she told my family if like they ostracize me because they're all really christian that she was literally going to make sure that they never speak to me again. This, that, and the other ball. Very super protective. So I was totally free to be as gay as I wanted to be growing right, up.
0: Right. Uh,
1: unapologetic. Never thought I would ever be with a girl. And actually, for a little while, was like scared yes. of a vagina. Like thought that it
0: was weird. Well, sometimes they can be scary, man. That's I, I, Some of them. Can I listened can be really to your last scary. podcast, and I was yeah. like, "Okay, <laughs> like I've been there. I get it. I understand." <laughs> um, but no,
1: it's uh, it was just kind of a. After two weeks of us not saying anything about it, about the kiss, we came back to Edgewater, we were picking up some weed, and then we were just like going on a walk throughout where we live. And she was like, you know, are we going to talk about this? And I was like, yeah, okay, so we should probably talk about it. (laughs) Let's
0: bring it up, man.
1: And, uh, it was basically like a, okay, I feel like it would be a disservice to me and to us to at least not try this, you know, like we should give it a shot. So especially since you've been so close. Right, right. So uh, it starts out with like a hand job, ends up moving upwards into a blow job. And then of course, like we're having sex Yeah, and like I knew that she wasn't super sexual as a person and I knew mm. all of her sexual partners. Likewise, she knew mine. So sure. it wasn't like, we didn't use a condom. Right. There was no barriers going into yep. it at all. And it was uh, just like such a mind-blowing experience for me. Like, I literally cried. Wow. N- no bullshit. Like, I fucking cried. And it wasn't... It wasn't so much that it felt super amazing, although it did, <laughs> that, like, that wasn't the reason why I cried. It felt like... The reason why I was crying more so was that I uh, had sold myself short this entire time. Like, Mm -hmm. I was so locked into this, like, this is my preference, I have to be gay, like, Mm. that I wasn't willing to explore other aspects of curiosities within myself. I was, like, locked into this rigid perspective of who I was as a person. And now I'm just kind of like, fuck it. I don't care. I could be this way tomorrow
0: if I wanted to be. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't
1: matter. Like
0: a lot of times, that's a case where it's a pretty much black and white. You're either gay or you're straight. And I've went through this, the same kind of feelings where it's it's almost easier to be that way because you're kind of it's one way or the other. But when you ever mix it, there's so much gray area there. It's kind of I don't not the norm or at least wasn't the norm as it is today.
1: Right. And like nowadays, I've I've gotten to the point where I've noticed so many like. I don't feel like it everybody or anybody actually for that matter is 100% straight or 100% gay. I agree. Like I feel like there's some kind of niche or gray area that the person would be like yeah like for this maybe I could probably do this. Right. And maybe that's just kissing for some people. Could be. Like if you're gay and you're like oh I would never freaking have sex with a female you could still be attracted to a female and make out with your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So like I feel like there's no 100% one way or the other. And there's some biology to back that up too Mm -hmm. because I'm like a bio major so oh, it's like, awesome. if you look at one of our closest relatives I think it's the uh, the chimpanzees and um, what was the other one it's like a bonobo monkey or something like that the, mm-hmm. there's like three monkeys that are really close in or old world apes that are really close in relation to us as far as like DNA and almost all of them are exclusively bisexual mm-hmm. there is no like preference one way or the other they it's, just
0: do what they want to do right feels right kind.
1: of exactly
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I don't know like I feel like humans are still very much animalistic in nature, especially when you bring in the sexual stuff.
0: Right. hmm We're biologically programmed to procreate, and that's part of it, but then we're also attracted to whatever we're attracted to. We just hold back because of social norms or religion or whatever else society tells us is okay.
1: Part of one of the reasons why I ended up in a freaking five-year relationship, though, for so long is because, like, biologically, like... Yeah vagina is made to feel fucking amazing Correct. so it's like yes. when you get into something where there's that mental tie accompanied with it it's literally like this breakup has been so fucking difficult for me
0: so so explain that so you've been with the same girl that we're just talking about now for five years or so. uh, yeah,
1: yeah five years five yeah. and a, yeah no we had, we had just hit our five-year mark probably about a month in was when i had started having all of these issues yeah i uh she doesn't know this. My therapist knows this. Yeah. But uh, basically, cheated on her, but... With a
0: guy or a girl? With a guy. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, But you were in an open relationship. It was a closed relationship. No,
1: like, okay, so... For her. Fairly closed. Like, okay. okay, we've had threesomes before. Right, but together. Yes, and there's been an external... Uh, okay, I have a neighbor who is in an open relationship with his wife. And uh Oh, the neighbor. <laughs> he's hot too, dude. Like covered it. He's like a silver daddy, he's fucking covered in <laughs> tattoos. He's like bald up top, but like a salt and pepper beard. And he's like really masculine, drinks his whiskey neat. He's up there. Like as far as like what manly I would man. look right, a manly man like I would look for. So like he uh basically I I told him our relationship dynamic, me and my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And he basically she's smoking hot, this, that, and the other. Like, if you were totally down, I would be totally down to, like, eat her out kind of thing. And uh, he hadn't really, like, said it in so many words until I, like, I went out to go get food or something one night. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks later, I came back, and they're, like, making out on the back porch. No shit. And, like, she had hadn't had asked me about this. Was it okay? Blah, right. blah, blah. Just and happened. I'm just kind of, I walk out, and I'm, I'm not jealous at all. Mm. I actually thought it was fucking hot. So yeah. I was like all right, what the fuck's going on here? And he's like, I just think that she is the hottest thing and I would just love if you would let me take her next door for a little while. Oh and my. I was I was like, oh, shit. Like, sure. But, like, initially the signals I'd gotten was he was talking about a threesome and then when I, like, approached everything, he was like, oh, no, I'm trying to, like, take her next door. And I was like,
0: okay. Oh, like, just her and him. Just yeah. her and him, right. Mm-hmm. And I'm
1: like, okay, like...
0: But... Hello. Right,
1: here, <laughs> right. Me, in this situation, I'm like, I kind of would like a payout, at the very least a <laughs> video, and I literally got shit. So it's uh, like, I, right. cuckolding is totally not my thing. Right. I don't fucking like that shit yeah. at all. And uh, I used to think that maybe I would have, so that's yeah. probably one of the reasons why I was like, yeah, sure, totally okay with it. Yeah. After the fact, I'm like, nah. Not your thing. Not my thing. I want I, I,
0: action, too.
1: I, if not be involved, at least be there to watch or have a video of some sort. Right. But uh, yeah, so that that defines kind of like how our relationship was more or less like open for her, but not really for me. Uh. And my uh, best bud, who I've been friends with since I was fucking fifteen years old, he was fourteen years old. we pretty much the kind of like I'll show you mine if you show me yours <laughs> kind of deal.
0: Yep, been, been there.
1: best friends. Like he's been my personal trainer and just like all around best guy friend that like I'll wrestle with and just hang out with, yeah. beat off together sometimes. It's huh. nothing really serious.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, the, when is he considered
0: gay, by or straight? Just straight. Like, okay.
1: S- straight. You could call it hetero flexible, but legitimately like, he's like a whore when it comes to females, like body oh, okay. count in the 200s. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, that shit doesn't bother me. I like it. Like, I have literally seen him progress sexually as a person from age 15 to age 27. Mm -hmm. So, and then uh, what happened that one particular night, he was, like, drinking with me. He had done some cocaine. I hadn't done any cocaine, but he was just sitting there talking to me about, like, life and this, that, and the other and his relationship. And I'm talking about my relationship. And, like, it leads into, bro, I haven't sucked a dick in, like, five years. Oh, and he like get eyes the... light up, and... but pretty pretty much. And he yeah. is like uh, saying like he wants to be my best friend. He wants us to literally go into a retirement home together and oh, be boy. old old dudes sucking each other's dicks. <laughs> and I was like. Like, bro, I don't know if you realize what you're telling me. Like, you (laughs) want to grow old with me is what you're fucking telling me. And I, like, I literally got all kinds of, like, goo goo ga -ga eyed over this shit. And that's when the conversation happened. He was like, bro, I'll help you out. Stands up, takes his pants off, shows me his shit. And I I didn't even think about it. Like, I wasn't like, oh, I'm in a relationship. I can't do this shit. Like, didn't care. Not one care. Almost like primal. Yeah, did not fucking give one shit. Sucked his dick. Went outside, like, we ended up getting in his car. Well, actually, no, hold up. We went to his house. I hung out with him and his current girlfriend at the time for about 45 minutes before he went to, quote, drive me home. Uh-huh. And we pull up in the uh-huh. driveway, and I literally got fucked in the backseat of his car. No shit. Yeah, no, it was fucking intense. Super intense. And it was, like, not even two days later, I was, like, I'm, I had to break up with her. Yeah. Like I, Because I'm not that person to be able to be in a relationship knowingly be cheating on them. Sure. Like, it's just, it's fucked up. That's uh, creates these, like, tears in my brain that I'm not cool with.
0: And it's hard to keep it inside, because you, you, you have that, oh, uh, that, yeah. that and, like, guilt
1: and... I have this, like, I like to call it, like, an elvish mm-hmm. curse, but I don't really know if that's what it is. I legitimately have problems if someone asks me a question straight up, like, to lie to them. Like, if you ask me, like, hey, did you do this, that, and the other, I literally can't be like, no... And keep a straight face or be able to say it convincingly, like, you're going to know. I literally can't do that shit. So, I was just like, for my own sanity, I'm just going to break it off.
0: Did you tell her that you cheated?
1: No, no, absolutely not. Like, and I don't think I ever fucking will, really. Maybe, okay, maybe... Is is there a
0: point, though? Because she there gets to the point where if you already broke up what does it really matter it's just gonna hurt her
1: right right that was part of also what me and my therapist said like would it really accomplish anything at this point like would it bring your trust any better no it'd probably just end the friendship so I mean if i am trying to end the friendship sure I could probably say it but I'm not trying to right it's uh it's gotten better now
0: though I've had the same conversation with my therapist when I uh was getting divorced and uh, I was cheating on my ex-wife and it was, do I tell her or not? And she ended up finding out anyway, so it didn't matter. But it really, um, the therapist said the same thing. It's not going to help anything. It, it won't help that situation because you're going to do what you want to do anyway. So yeah.
1: Right. No. Yeah. It, it makes sense. It's a shitty reality though. Like, Cause you have yeah. people, especially like me in the future. Like if I ever want something where I want to be able to trust the person, how yeah. i how in the fuck am I going to be able to That's do that true. knowing how I am as yeah. an individual? Yeah, That's why I'm just factor. like, I'm not doing the whole monogamy thing because I feel like it'd be less pressure for a person to be like, oh, I'm going to go fuck this person and be honest with me about it. Like, yeah. there's a song by Savage Garden. I don't remember the title of yeah. it, but it's like, I feel like trust is more important than monogamy. Yeah. That's one of the lyrics in the yeah. songs. It's very resonating. It makes a lot of sense. Like, you'd rather trust the person you're with than them be honest all about you and monogamous because that yes. may not even be real. Yes.
0: And I think that there's a dichotomy or change in the way society is today where it's more accepting to be open and um, g- work outside of a marriage or a relationship. When I got with Harmony, my, uh, my wife, and she, uh, we, we decided at the very beginning that this is what we're going to do. So, But there's rules set up. You set up these guidelines and boundaries right, where you right. communicate, you get permission, and so on and so forth. But it, it, it's so you don't have to hide or cheat your way around, which tears you up, tears the relationship up, and I think creates a stronger bond between the two of you, because you're, you're, you're doing what you really want to do without having to hide that part of you.
1: Right. That whole hiding aspect. It's horrible. Like, like I was telling you earlier on the phone, the like walking on eggshells thing with the relationship is absolutely horrible. Like to even feel like you can't be yourself around the person that you're supposed to be in love with. Yeah. That probably happened about a year in. I don't know. So you knew. So
0: you knew a year in all of a sudden. Yeah. I don't know exactly. I
1: don't know what happened, but it was just like all of a sudden, like the tone of voice was always harsh.
0: Yeah.
1: Everything that I did seemed to be wrong. Yeah things that would normally be exciting that she would find, like, attractive about me all of a sudden weren't. They Mm. were, like, negative character traits. And I was like, I don't know, like... We're not jiving like we used to. Right, no. Like, and I... I mean, I'm a fucking slob. I get it. Like, (laughs) I don't clean up after myself as much as I possibly fucking should. I don't keep a tidy room. I probably clean it up maybe once a month. I do my laundry when I absolutely have to. I don't fold it. I throw it in baskets. Like... (laughs) Yes, Harvey. I'm very, Harvey's like that, too. Mm. I'm very much just like, here it is, get it done in the fastest amount of time possible and the least amount of effort, and mm. I'll just deal with it all as I deal with it. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, like, all of it just became a huge problem. And then, the like, I could have dealt with the negative attitude, the negative tone of voice, if there was sex involved, because I'm right. like, very sexual as an individual. Yeah. And to be like one of those married guys who, like, goes from having sex all the time when they're first together in the first six months to, like, as soon as you're married, now all of a sudden you're having sex once a month. Yeah. Maybe just on your anniversary. Correct. Like, that's some bullshit. I'm not about that life.
0: Yeah.
1: Not one fucking bit. I have a sex log now that I've literally been keeping because of the shit that I'm doing with my OnlyFans and it's like yeah I, like as soon as I broke up with her probably about a week and a half later I started like alright I'm gonna pull up Grinder, I'm yep. gonna pull up Scruff I'm gonna get all my profiles back in order and I'm gonna start so- like I've been watching people on Twitter I know what OnlyFans is I know like how people monetize their sexual experiences and I'm like I'm just gonna do it yeah so uh Literally went full-fledged with that shit. So explain
0: that, because I'm not actually familiar with that. Go ahead, explain that.
1: Okay, all right. So Twitter hosts this uh, website called OnlyFans, okay. which is, uh, I guess, similar to a Just for Fans or a Patreon. Or yep. uh, ba- Basically, what people do is they pay you for your posts or for a subscription fee to see your posts. Okay. Similar to premium Snapchats, except that premium Snapchats, you don't like you do those every day. You have to keep up on those every day, and you're limited on your time spans on each one of your video clips. That's true. With uh, OnlyFans, I can literally upload 22 minutes to, like, I think a full hour. I don't remember exactly how long Mm -hmm. you can upload a video. I know it's very, very long. And uh, people basically pay you a monthly subscription fee. To have access to all of the pictures you have uploaded on there, all of the videos you have uploaded on there, and any text links or anything that you decide, like and you can also send people so any content you want. Right, all right, and if you have fans on there, like you can send them direct messages of oh, yeah. like personal photos for them, okay. and charge yep. them five to a hundred dollars, whatever, it is. whatever right. it is that you're charging for it, like. okay. I wouldn't pay a hundred dollars for a still photo, <laughs> no. but you can charge them for whatever. So, like, I guess you could do the same thing. Let's say it's non-sexual, and you're an artist, and you literally just oh, take sure. like photography, or you do paintings, and yeah. you want to sell like a copy of a photo to somebody. Good you could idea. probably use it for the same exact thing.
0: Okay, but uh, no, it's it's been it's been. Pretty... So, do you do it with? Um, uh, do you have? Posts where you're just yourself or with other people? It's usually
1: me with other people because that's what sells the most. Sure, but yeah. I do post a few solo videos just because, like, I need to keep content rolling.
0: Yeah, yeah, Some people like that, too.
1: Right. Like, like you said, people like that. Yeah. I'm horny almost all the time, <laughs> so it's like... Yeah. And I have a decent-sized piece of equipment, so it, it, it's pretty easy to make content if that's what I'm trying to do.
0: Yeah. Um, How many followers do you have, or what is your fan base?
1: Okay, so... It's slow right now. Okay. In the last two months, though, I've gained 80 followers on that's Twitter. Pretty good, yeah. And I've gotten three subscribers to my OnlyFans, which I charge $10 a month. So yep. uh, that's $30, and then I get 80% of that, so it's like $24 okay. I get per month. Okay, yeah. And I'm trying to get more subscribers, trying to get people, you know, roped in. But, yeah. you know, When you don't have a professional industry that's promoting you from within Uh, or other people that are trying to promote your page, it's very hard. It's like a slow crawl to get started. That makes sense. I'll get there, though. Um, Basically, though, uh, when I went full-fledged into this uh, OnlyFans thing, I was just like, all right, I uh, made a couple of really stupid decisions. Uh, Decided, okay, I'm going to go on a play date with this one dude, which everything went fine. He was like into trying out new stuff like he wanted to be a dom but he's never really had the opportunity to have a willing sub mm-hmm. which i'm totally down to help people and i'm always going to be a sub probably for the rest of my life i switch maybe once in a blue moon but for the most part i'm really submissive and it's like all right yeah we'll go ahead we'll do this it'll be like a learning experience was he thing. an
0: older guy younger no
1: guy? he's younger than me by like six years
0: okay so quite a bit younger
1: yeah yeah but he like taller, more muscular, yeah, more macho. So it, it wasn't hard for me to make the switch into letting him be dominant. Mm-hmm. But uh something happened with his family. He was like, "Oh, I'm going to have to cut this short because a family member got into a motorcycle accident, blah blah blah." And I'm like, yep. "Okay, dude, like I don't know if you're telling me the truth or not. Sure. Really it do- doesn't matter doesn't to matter. me, yeah. you know, like you're entitled." So I Hit up one of my friends, and I was like, oh, hey, what are you doing? He's like, I'm at the Parliament House. Come out and hang out with <laughs> me, which is like a big gay club. I don't know, for people who don't know. Down in Orlando. This, yeah, yep. it's this really, really bumping gay club with hotel rooms around the outside. Yeah, a so
0: L- like, little, little dingy at, at times. But, mm, yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I end up uh, showing up there. He's buying my drinks for the night. Okay. And I'm Nothing like... Wrong with that? No, no, not one bit until I can't say no to a drink or yeah. a bump of cocaine. Yeah. So I end up uh, getting two Tokyo teas, which is a Long Island iced tea with a splash of Midori instead of Coke. Good glory. It's like a bright oh, green color. It's so cool looking. And uh, so I drink two of those. In between the first and second drink, I did a bump of cocaine. I'm feeling really good. I have the second bump of cocaine after I got my third drink, which was a vodka cranberry. And... Uh, I couldn't feel my face, which is the whole goal. The <laughs> well, goal of doing cocaine for me is to not, not feel my face. face. Because, like, when you get into a slapping match with a really decent Dom, it's nice to be like, bam, That's thank you, true. sir, can I have another? Hit yes. me again. Uh, but uh, that, uh, that whole thing escalated into me being back in his hotel room with his two buddies. Oh. Who, they're all older. Did you know that? Yeah. No, I knew. Like, I knew that they were there. I showed up, okay. met them first. Yep. They're pretty decent looking for older gentlemen, and I have a thing for older dudes normally. So it's, a, uh, he, uh, basically, uh, Jimmy, uh, Elvis, and my one friend, they're all basically like, oh, hey, uh, you're really cute, really hot, like, here, have this bump of cocaine. And then it was like, after that, we're all just sitting, chilling on the bed. Naked? No! No. Closed, fully clothed. Just hanging out? Yeah, no, some drama happened where the people from the next room over... Came over and knocked on the freaking door, and they were like, Oh, hey, is so and so in there? Like, it's dude's boyfriend. He thinks that he's like hooking up with one of us in the room. We have no fucking clue who you are or who your boyfriend you is, about? dude. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And uh, so I'm just like kind of, I think, buried in my phone. And then all of a sudden, I feel a hand clap onto my thigh. <laughs> I look over, and it's Jimmy, and he's, like, of course, giving me that, like, hey, look. Hey,
0: baby. Right, and I'm like, "What
1: all right, whatever, and I, like, lean back. So all of a sudden, him and then Elvis on my left, they have their hands on my thighs. My pants are getting unbuttoned, and I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to sit here and chill and enjoy this. My buddy ends up getting involved. All of a sudden, I'm center of attention. I have three people who are on my dick, and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to enjoy this. Lean back to enjoy it. And I blacked the fuck out. No shit. No shit. Six hours, I don't remember what the fuck happened. I woke up naked. I was in the hotel room by myself. I uh, looked at my phone, had a text message, was like, hey, my buddy was like, hey, you passed, or so-and-so, uh, Jimmy left you the room and was like, let me know when you wake up, I'll come and get you. And I was like, what the fuck? And like... <laughs> Pretty much as soon as I woke up, the door came open, and my buddy was walking in with one of his girlfriends, and was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And I was like, "Bro, what the fuck what happened? happened?" Like, man. I have such a massive headache. Yeah. All I remember is I was getting a blowjob, and then I blacked just the out. fuck out. What the fuck happened? And uh, he's like, "Oh, you just we thought you passed out because of uh, the drama. I guess those people who came next door." Came back again, oh, no and shit. in that particular time frame was when I passed out. Yeah. So they thought that I had faked passing out because I didn't want to deal with the drama. Uh. Le- that's is what I'm being told. That's I literally. Told you. I but don't, you have no idea. I what have happened. no fucking clue what happened. Yeah. My butthole didn't hurt, so I'm pretty sure I didn't get <laughs> raped while I was freaking out there. And uh, was like, bro, seriously, you got to let me know because like, if shit happened, I need to go get on NPEP like immediately to yeah. make sure that I'm like not going to be contracting HIV. Blah blah blah. Right. I've been tested since then. Everything's mm. gravy. But it was just like, it was fucking terrifying. I've never blacked out before in my yeah. entire life. And then it happened again. It bl- I blacked out again. But this time, it was more of a, I was with friends and I was fading in and out and it was clearly just alcohol that was yeah. involved because I didn't do any cocaine. And, uh, <laughs> I was out at Southern Nights, not Parliament House. And I, Same thing, guy was buying me drinks, and it was uh, my ex-boyfriend, the one I was talking about out in Orlando just Mm -hmm. a little bit ago, uh, he's in an open relationship now, not jealous like he was previously, and his boyfriend fucks me, and we videotape it quite often. Yeah, no, it's freaking awesome. He's the one who's the cameraman. (laughs) <laughs> so uh so he is like hitting me up after all of this and it's like hey we should go out and hang out at southern nights so i go out there and his boyfriend is buying me vodka cranberries just like yep. every time it's empty Take buys me you. another i had five and in a very short time span by the time it was all said and done we were like all right we're gonna go ahead and head home and then our other two buddies who are the dds were like oh we want to go get food but we can't drive we're gonna go walk and it's like seven blocks away jeez we make it about halfway and Jonathan, which is what they call me when I get absolutely drunk, it's my <laughs> alter ego. Yes. They were like, Oh hey, he's super drunk. Like we're just gonna go ahead and take him back to the car. And I was like, uh-huh. Oh my god, I can't handle this right now. Blah <laughs> oh. They're like, Oh my, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm so sorry you guys. I didn't mean to get this drunk. Blah No, it was so bad. <laughs> That's bad. So bad. I woke up and I was naked in their bed. And I didn't feel as awkward or uncomfortable as I had previously. It was definitely much more of a pleasant experience to wake up with people that I was like, all right, I've dated you before, we've fucked before. We you were alone safe. Either, right, so kind ex- of ex- m- right, that yeah. made a big, huge difference. Yeah. I like to get rowdy. I like to cut wild, get loose, and yeah. I like to freaking like, not worry about, oh, I'm drinking too much, or oh, mm-hmm. I've done drugs, or this and the other. But when I wake up and I have that holy shit, what
0: the fuck happened? I don't happened? remember what happened. In, right. I don't know, it's terrifying, weeks, yeah.
1: and I feel like I'm going to end up in an AA meeting soon because I need to, like, <laughs> get control of my life. So, yeah, it's a, just, it, to me, it's a balancing act. Re, like, revisiting all of that whole Buddhist stuff, walking Absolutely. the middle way type shit. Yes.
0: So tell, tell me about your, when you grew up, are you, was it a, a you said you were, you came out when you were 15? So were you, um, was it a liberal family, conservative family? I said it was religious? Yeah, I was raised in
1: a very mixed. But the side of the family that I was most influenced by was a very conservative, religious, Pentecostal family. Okay. But non-denominational. So they didn't really, like, have rules set on what they believed or worshipped. It was just pretty much what the pastor said goes. And... uh, Which can be tricky. Very much so. Like, so... uh, like, I learned a lot from them. And mm. there's a lot of reverence that I have for the religion, personally, mm. because of all of the spiritual gifts that they, like, focused on. Awesome. Being able to, like, have, like, divination or clairvoyancy or be able to, like, speak in tongues or understand a person's internal thoughts or be able to... All of these things were things that weren't taboo for them to talk about. Mm. But essentially, if you go to, like, Jehovah's Witnesses, all of that's black magic type right, shit. Right. So it's, like... I don't know. I have this, like, soft spot now for, like, pagans and people who worship any type of, like, magical shit, just Mm. simply because, like, if you look at Christianity as a whole, it's pretty much, like, the whole reason that Jesus is around is black magic in itself. It's like blood magic. Like, oh, he's supposed to be a blameless individual who was raised from, like, birth to death like a cattle led to slaughter, pretty much, just to cleanse everybody of their sins and iniquities with his blood. It's so dark when yeah, you think about it. It absolutely is. I just, I don't know.
0: And we don't even know what 30 years of his life was like, because it's not It's documented.
1: not really documented, right? right. Like, from age, like, 5 to 12, there's, like, a big big gap. From yeah. age 12 to 30, there's a big gap. And then 30 to 33 is, like, the only time that's, like, that's documented. That's where everything's written. Yeah. Right. I was like... I've had to read the Bible for my own sanity three times cover to cover just to make sure that I understood, like, if I ever went toe-to-toe with somebody in my family Mm -hmm. that I knew what I was talking about. Very suicidal in my early teenage years because I was raised on the whole, like, what is it? It's in uh, Romans and Corinthians and a couple other places. Basically that, like, homosexuals don't inherit the kingdom of God or they're lying with a woman as with a man... Or lying with a man is with a woman is an abomination towards God. All of those things, like I've been taught and repetitively had it like hammered into my brain that, like, you can't be gay, you can't yeah. commit suicide, you can't do this, that, and the other, like, all kinds of things. Like, you can't even be like a sexually exploitative person and be right with God in right. the religion I was raised in. Yeah.
0: So that's hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this is something my therapist and I had actually just discussed was like, Okay, I came out of the closet, but I never really fully, like, came to terms and accepted myself Mm. for the sexual deviant that I am. Yeah. Like, (laughs) it's a... That was a powerful conversation to have with myself, definitely, to be like, you know, like, I'm a kinky bastard... But so are a lot of other people. Yeah. and it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's fucking okay, people. Like, yeah. you don't have to be hiding in the shadows because you like to get pegged by a girlfriend <laughs> or because you freaking... like that. Or like to suck dick on the side. Like, right. none of that shit makes you any less of a fucking person or any less of a man, for that matter. I follow right. somebody who is like... I... His... Twitter handle is, like, I ain't on no gay shit, but I suck dick. And I was like, that's <laughs> fucking funny. Like, a little
0: hypocritical. Just a ju- little Just bit. a
1: tidbit, but, like, to yeah. be all, like, no, I'm, like, not really into dudes. It's just, like, every so often he wants to suck a dick. Yeah. And, like, he documents it and makes a shitload of money off no of it. No shit. More subscribers with way less tweets than I have going yeah. for me. Which because is he's like, a
0: straight guy, quote, unquote. Fucking
1: pisses me off so yeah. much,
0: dude. Like. Do you remember your first sexual experience with a guy? Yes.
1: Actually, How I old do. Were you? I was 5.
0: 5. Holy crap.
1: 5-6 in that age bracket. Okay. Um we're playing house and it was Which everybody like everybody does. It was a uh, wanted to have kids. Yep. Basically, no nobody had instructed us being raised by Christians. He was a Southern Baptist, raised as a Pentecostal myself nobody had taught us about sex or had been like, oh, this is how kids are made. So we just thought, like, you pee in somebody's butt. <sighs> and that's, like, how it that's works. That's it happens. So so It was a guy, I assume. It was a guy, yeah. yeah. And that was a, something we had... He's gay now, by the way. Where I am friends with him. How about Facebook. that? Fucking weird. Yeah. Um, But, no, so it was a... It, I basically was like, oh, yeah, like, we'll go ahead and do this. I was the top. But, like, we couldn't. There was no penetration and there was no peeing or anything like that. Right. It was just awkward. We are like, six years old. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. How did you
0: know what to even do? Because I I, I grew up in a world where there wasn't internet, so we didn't know anything.
1: There wasn't really internet for us either. And, you know, it's a good question because, quite honestly, I don't fucking know. I had to have seen somebody getting railed at one point, sure, or seen of something. Yeah, got like, to be
0: a video or. A picture and my dad or something. had
1: porn, but I doubt I saw it at that young of an age. I could have walked in on my parents when I was really young, but I don't fucking
0: remember it. So you don't even remember that, yeah?
1: I, I don't remember what would have ever given me. So maybe that. it was
0: just biology. You just knew that this. Yeah, know
1: where... There's been times when like stuff has been like blacked. I, I don't. Maybe it's something he said. Yeah. It could have been something he knew about. Sure. Like. But there's been times where I've had memories, like, I can't recall. Yeah. I literally, like, I try to go back. I'll remember everything before with, like, vivid detail, and Mm -hmm. then I'll remember everything afterwards. But if I try to, it's like butterfly effect. If I try to piece together what's happened in that time frame, total blackout. Wow. Yeah. It's happened three times in my life. I've only gotten one of them back. So that's how I know that they exist, and yeah. I've been able to find the other two shadows, wow. so, like, I just don't know what happened. So you the call them happened. shadows. I don't, yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened. One of them was with, I uh, was being babysat by a dude who was, like, 14, I was 10 years old. I remember being taught how to jack off, like, yeah. well, or that's what it was, right. in a hot tub, but I don't remember what happened afterwards, but I remember Being in his room about an hour and a half later playing Mm. video games. So there's like, there's a window. Something happened in between. There's a shadow. I don't fucking know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, looking back on it, I'm sure I liked it. (laughs) Whatever the fuck (laughs) it was (laughs) happened. Um, I just, I don't know why I would have blurred it out. Probably just because it's like unusual or weird to me or I wasn't okay with it.
0: Yeah. It was your subconscious hiding it or or burying it deep. But
1: I had already like, at that age, when shit happened between me and this dude, I had already, like, my mom had a fucking Hitachi wand underneath her bed. Really? Yeah. yeah, like I didn't know <laughs> what jacking off was, yeah. but I knew what like tickling your penis was. so right. I, I, I was tickling using a fu- your penis. That's what I fucking called it. Yes. Like, let's get real with it. I was young. That's what I fucking called it. I used a damn massager wand. You're right. Yeah. No shit. Dry Ooh. orgasms from the age of six until I was ten. <laughs> uh,
0: Do you remember the first time you th- you thought you liked guys, or you thought that was uh, something you're really interested in? Middle school. Gym okay. class. Gym class. Oh, It was very, terrible. super oh. apparent.
1: Super apparent. Yeah. Because I would pop boners, and nobody else would. And then at one point, I got teased about it. And I was like, whoa, okay, so this is not normal.
0: So we were popping boners when you are like, taking, changing, or getting, uh, take uh, showers? Or? It would
1: be, well, because we didn't take showers, because one of the gym teachers at our school had gotten, like, busted, like, watching <laughs> kids. Or st- so we didn't, we didn't have showers anymore. You just dressed out. Yeah. And made the locker room smell fucking awful. Yeah, that's horrible. But... It, and I think that smelling awful, like, not, like, <laughs> normal man smells, but, right. like, just gross, like, foot odor and everything else made it really easy for me to not pop a boner in the actual changing rooms. Right. But when all of the dudes were, like, sitting around, like, crisscross with their uh, freaking short shorts, and they were, and like... you're
0: trying to get a peek up the shorts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was so, too, man. Yeah.
1: Uh, so it was just, like, that would happen, and, of course, being, like, a horny adolescent teenager, I would pop a boner, and I... Was still a decent size at that age, too. Really? So it was, yeah, no, it was like it, I became a decent size at about fifth grade. Oh, shit. So it was every time I popped a boner, anywhere from like sixth grade until high school, I was just like, I had to hide it. I <laughs> wore compression <laughs> shorts for the longest time. <laughs> That's funny. Now you've got all the other people who are like, oh man, if I had that size, I would show it off. I'd show everybody, I'd flash everybody. And how big is your stuff. cock? Eight inches, and it's a decent girl. Eight
0: inches. Oh, my.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> give or take a little bit based on how hard I am I sure. can go a little bit larger especially with a cock ring but no um, it's a uh,
0: it's a whole other conversation
1: is that lightsaber that you've got over there yes it's a uh, the, the tip there it's a little thicker than that oh wow yeah just just a little excellent yeah
0: so what, uh, what about BDSM? What did mm. you realize you like BDSM and into that type of world? And what are you into with BDSM?
1: I'm exploring that currently. Okay. Uh, I knew that I was into being like a hit and tossed around and like held into submission. And so whatnot. what kind of hit,
0: hitting do you like? Because there's different types. And normally uh, I, I, I work on the ass in that area. But what, what is your thing?
1: Spanking is not something. That's recent. Uh, Recently, I've been okay with that. Previously, it was just like a trigger for me. Okay. So I would just never be okay with spanking. But torso hits, specifically. Okay. Like uh, getting just like really ramped up wrestling with another dude or whatnot. And then just like... So
0: lots of masculine energy. Yes,
1: yes. Yes. Um, Just straight up like punching left, right, hitting in the pectorals, abs. Occasionally, I can handle, like, a hard hit to the face. Yeah. Like, got to be in a certain mode, though, with the right person, and then not actually trying to beat the shit out of you. Yeah,
0: Not a lot of trust.
1: Yeah, and uh, so I realized that when I was probably about 17 years old. When I got uh, probably a little bit more experienced with myself as an individual, I started to, like, experiment with restraints and leather but it wasn't like, wasn't full fledged. It was some, wasn't something that I was like, like I said, I'm just now becoming yeah. okay with yeah. my kinky and sexual side and being like, that's okay. I can totally do all of that and be fine. It's uh, just recently I've started doing some stuff. So like about a week and a half, two weeks after I was with my, after I broke up with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, I met this dude off Grinder, and I pulled up his photo. He's like super hot, and I was like. Bro, like your nip, <laughs> your nipples are pierced. You've literally got this like glazed, gooned out look on your face, and I fucking love it. You're like a total prize. He like sends me pictures of his dicks and his, of his dick and his abs and like all kinds of shit. And I was like, bro, like holy fuck, let me suck your dick like right now. Yes. And uh, totally your type. Absolutely, totally my type. Was he older? No, he was younger. Okay. But he's uh, just buffed out. Yeah. He was self-proclaimed piggy. Like, he was oh, all into, like, yeah. raunchy, nasty-ass sex. And I yeah. was like, okay, like, this like this looks like this could be really, really fun for me. So I was like, I will suck your dick on the way to McDonald's. <laughs> if you absolutely have to, just come pick me up. <laughs> just let me see you for a
0: little really, bit. Really? McDonald's?
1: I didn't care. <laughs> and he was like, okay. He came and picked me up, and, uh, like, I left there was a party going on at my house. My ex-girlfriend was there. There were, like, four of my friends there. And he just was, like, sent me a message, was like, hey, be ready to go in, like, ten minutes. And I was like, holy crap, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Said I was going to the gym, quote, unquote. Mm -hmm. Got in my car, drove not to the gym, but down the road. Getting a workout. Yeah, I parked just down the road at a freaking empty parking lot, got out, and, like, started walking down the road, told him where I was at, and he, like, Drives down the road real slowly. Like, hey, <laughs> what's up? Get in, boy. And I was like,
0: whoa! Like, whoa. yes,
1: absolutely. Jumped in the car. His dick's already out. And I just start going to town.
0: His and... pants were already down? Like, just out? Oh, Or yeah. just to open? Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: And he was, like, calling me uh, a good puppy and, like, this, that, and the other. Oh. And when he started that, I was like, I really like that term of endearment. Why is he calling me that? Yeah. So I after the whole entire thing happened, I was like, bro, you, like, hit all of these tick marks for me. Please don't fucking ghost me. And I, like, I went home, and I'm like, freaking out in my head what the fuck just happened what the fuck just happened like so new
0: experience so
1: many doors opened in my brain and i was like i need to know more about this so i started googling like what is a pup or a puppy in gay lingo and i was like it's like a naive
0: it's a whole thing yeah it's like a whole thing but it's like
1: you can be called a pup and just be like some naive young gay dude who's just down for whatever like an eager young puppy and i was like Okay, like this makes sense. This is to actually totally fits like where I'm at right now. Yeah. So then I created the niche like I'm going to be called at verse sub pup because I'm a versatile, Excellent. submissive pup. Yes. And I bought myself a mask. I got myself a tripod. I started doing all of this extra stuff.
0: Is that on your Twitter feed?
1: Yeah, if you get on my Twitter and feed. And what is your Twitter feed? Go ahead and uh, My oh, Twitter okay. feed is at verse subpup. So V E R S S U B P U P. Verse
0: sub-pup. We'll put that in the show notes, too.
1: Yes. Um, It's basically, and I don't think I'm going to change it either, just because it's a perfect description of me as an individual. Like like I said, submissive, and I'm into this new, like the pup play thing is really interesting to me. I've watched, there's so many different types of variations. Like there could be a person who's like, uh, full versatile or a full top who's mm. being like controlled by like their master who's a bottom or a voyeur that oh. wants to just watch them perform with oh. other people That's which hot. is my ex-boyfriend and his current boyfriend. Oh. The current boyfriend is uh, like a pup but he's like a full top. Yep. So me and him get into puppy play together quite, quite often. And he watches. Yeah and he watches. He mm. videotapes. Oh. And instructs too yeah uh it's quite quite entertaining, actually. I have a lot of fun and uh then I've got this other dude that I had gone and hung out with, and it was not like he liked the fact that I had the mask, but it wasn't because of a me being a pup or there being any kind of like puppy play going on. It was just I have a mask on mm. so now I'm a full sub and it doesn't matter what oh, I look yeah. like right. That was incredibly fun. I wow. had a lot of fucking fun with that because the dude was basically, like, torso punching me and was like, listen, you need... Like, I was making a lot of noise. He was like, you need to shut the fuck up. If you let my neighbors know that you're here, I'm yes. going to hit you even fucking harder. And I was like, whoa! Like, that, it, like, it hit something somewhere inside me. I was like, whoa, that, like, really felt... Really It me felt, up. Yeah, dude, it felt so fucking good. And uh, it got to the point where he was he's huge too, like, uh, bigger than me, and was like, I'm gonna fuck you with this, and I was like, holy fuck, and he's like, and if you fucking make any kind of screaming noises or anything at all, and he, like, pulls out this huge-ass dildo, which is (laughs) bigger than him. Holy crap. Yeah, no, and he's, it's, like, probably about ten to ten and a half inches long, and it's just this big, thick, like, heavy mallet type thing. He hits me with it right across the chest, and is like, "I'm gonna fucking hit you with this, and then use it on you." And the thing hurt so goddamn bad, <laughs> dude. Like seriously, I was like, "Fuck, that hurt!" Like I actually had to take a second. Like, "Fuck, dude." And he... <laughs> yeah, no. And at that point, I was like really turned on. Like, "Holy shit, I'm yeah. I'm gonna take it, and I'm gonna be able to. Otherwise, yes. it's gonna get really You're bad gonna get for punched. me." Yeah, no. I like that. I I don't know where that fucking shit comes from, but I fucking love that shit. It gets me going. And uh, that particular encounter with that one dude got so fucking intense that I caught feelings for him. And
0: uh, How long ago was that?
1: Probably about two and a half, three weeks ago.
0: Do you still talk to him or see him? Yeah, I
1: still talk to him. I've been trying to see him, but I don't know. I feel like there's that whole I'm I'm doing the OnlyFans thing. Yeah. Wanting to stay safe, wanting to make sure that he stays safe just the same. So... I don't know. I, I'm sure it'll happen again eventually. This whole story about me even being able to meet up with that dude was pretty crazy because I blew him off to go and hang out with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, I don't want to be second decision in your life. Like, you're going to freaking make me a priority. Wow. And I was like, okay, like, Ren, you're like, yeah. I've never met you before. Right. This is kind right. of like demanding. Quite dominant. Indeed. And, uh, I was like, okay, all right. Like, I appreciate you telling me that. Like, I fucked up. I shouldn't have blown you off when we had already started to try and make plans. Blah blah blah. How do I make it up for you? He couldn't come up with a thing for me to make it up to him. So I basically started to beg after like three days. Oh, he liked that, didn't he? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. He was like, all right. I want you to find a sub to help worship my cock with me. (laughs) And the catch was, he wouldn't send me a picture. Uh. (laughs) So that was that was difficult that was incredibly difficult. I found three people who were willing. I did. And uh, only one of them, he was actually like, he's hot enough to do this. Right. And then I couldn't get back in touch with the dudes so shit didn't happen. But he said, like, I got an A for effort and right. let me come out and see him that night, which was fucking awesome. Ah. It was great.
0: So are you seeing anybody now? No. No.
1: Nope. My, uh, my DMs are open, my boyfriend application hasn't been put online yet. But I am But is it open. I, yes, I I am definitely open to the idea of dating somebody. The biggest problem with me dating somebody though is that they're gonna have have to have really thick skin. They can't get super jealous and they're gonna have to be like okay with me being perverted, if not be as perverted themselves. Sure. Just because, like, I need somebody that understands me and somebody that's going to pry honesty out of me. Like right. I said, like, I have a problem right. lying to somebody. But if you're not going to take the effort to understand or ask me, too. right, I'm yeah. literally, I'm just not going to fucking tell you.
0: Right, right.
1: So it's a, yeah, that's a, definitely an important thing. I went on a date probably about two weeks ago with a boy. And n- normally on am a bottom. I, like, consider myself a bit of a power bottom. I, like, I'll approach the dude. I'll Explain pay... what a
0: power bottom is.
1: It's a dude who is basically a top... In all aspects, as far as behavior, relationship, masculinity, this, that, and the other, maybe not masculinity, but uh, they're basically the active one in the relationship, but they're, they like to get fucked. They're the bottom, okay. o- almost always.
0: So for people that aren't uh, gay or know anything about it, that usually the man quote unquote in the relationship.
1: Yeah, but yes. that particular But like to be fucked. Right, right, okay. exactly. So like um like for dudes out there that like to get pegged, you would yep. essentially be like a power bottom. If you don't ever like to fuck your female and your female is always the one fucking you and you enjoy that and that does it for you, then you would probably be a power bottom in the okay. gay community.
0: Makes sense. Yeah.
1: Um so you went on a date. Yeah, went on a date with this dude. I uh, wasn't I was like I said I normally want to be a bottom but he was like oh I've converted people from bottom to top before and he had a freaking really nice ass he'd gone from being to like 225 pounds down to 165 everything about him was like awesome he plays video games he's into fitness and he's freaking like cares about longevity and his health and just was very just down to earth and straightforward with me and was asking like deep questions like within the last year What's something that you did to take you outside of your comfort zone? Mm -hmm. How did it feel, and how did it affect you? Like, very very intense, deep questions. And I was like, bro, like, this is cool. And he knew about my OnlyFans and told me that he thought that that was really cool and that he was into it. Uh, Talked to him. Like, we went to Dave & Buster's. We spent, like, seven hours, six hours together.
0: Playing video games?
1: Well, at Dave & Buster's and then IHOP later just talking and bullshitting.
0: Wow.
1: And, uh... I told him, like, the next day I was going to go and hook up with some dude to video. Did you hook
0: up with him that night? No. 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 I just asked,
1: hung out. No, I asked permission to kiss him, yeah. and we sat in the vehicle, and we just, like, made out for a little while, went mm-hmm. to IHOP, and we continued to talk. I told him I'd hit him up later. The next day, I messaged him, like, hey, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Just letting mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm about to go out to a photo shoot. And it was probably, like, a couple days after that, I had this incident at, the, uh, at Southern Nights. Not the one I was talking about. Another one, which I can. Southern get Nights,
0: in. a gay club in Orlando. Yeah,
1: yeah. Which I could go into that story here in a little bit if you want. That one was pretty crazy. But no, I like I tell him this crazy story about me hooking up with a freaking rando and like I come home and I passed a, passed out at the wheel driving home and I totaled or That's I didn't scary. I didn't total my car. I thrashed the two left tires. No, it was fucking terrifying. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I tell him this whole story and then like the next day I go to talk to him. He's not on my Snapchat. He's not on my Grinder. All of our messages are gone. Ghosted oh, you. Yeah. What the fuck happened? He wow. blo- he blocked me. He literally quit talking to me. So I'm like, what the fuck? That's crazy. So I go to Scruff because almost every gay guy that's been on Grinder has a Scruff <laughs> account. So I went on to Scruff and I found him, of course. Yeah. He hadn't blocked me on Scruff. Yeah. And I sent him this like long detailed message. I was like, bro, like what in the what world? What happened? Like, yeah, what the fuck did I do wrong? Like yeah. if I did something wrong, just tell me. You're I right. can't Be fix... Honest. I can, if I did something absolutely that's wrong that's frustrating too I've had I that happen to me before too I can't fix what the too. fuck's wrong with me yeah. if you won't fucking tell me right like like if you're not gonna be with me that's fine just fucking tell me right. like it'd right. just be better me as an individual. Like, the fact that you don't even care, I don't know. It just pissed me off. I don't want to be with him because of the fact that he was able to yeah, disgust cool. me like that. Yeah, that's not cool. So did he respond? Yeah, he fucking responded. To- told me it was because of my OnlyFans. He thought that he would be okay with it, but after hanging out with him for just a day, like, not even a day later, I'm already going to go hook up with somebody. Right. And I'm like... Not gonna tell him I didn't go and hook up with that dude. That mm. dude literally flaked on me. I was yeah. just being
0: honest. Which with happens you. a lot. It
1: does. It happens yeah. all the fucking time. But the fact of the matter was, like, he didn't even like care that I was being honest or real with him. It was just, oh, you're uh, you're making me feel insecure and yeah. jealous and blah blah blah. And I was like, fuck, like, all right, you're right. We probably yeah. shouldn't do this then because
0: yeah. it's not gonna work. No, like I need, yeah. like I
1: said, I need someone who's not fucking jealous and who can fucking yeah. not get all wrapped up because like yeah like if I don't text you for a half hour to an hour like don't freak out even if it's like a full day sometimes I get fucking busy sometimes I literally just don't feel like talking sure I'll sleep for a whole fucking day and right. ignore everybody
0: right like just disconnect yeah no so do you still talk to him now or that was it nope that was it that I was haven't it. talked to him since oh bugger man yeah whatever I'm resilient I'll it's, manage it's the way it was supposed to be
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I got two, two questions for you go um, for it One is, what advice would you give your younger self with the knowledge you have today?
1: Okay. Um, First off, don't buy any of their religious bullshit. (laughs) They're fucking lying to you. (laughs) Don't believe them. Don't do it. Don't do it. Secondly, listen to Max and reconsider coming out of the closet. Do you really think that it's going to be like what you expected cuz mm. he always he told me Who's don't, Max? Max was a guy that I entrusted a lot of shit to okay. when, when I was younger mhm I was yep. coming out of the closet he was the only gay guy that I knew yeah and I was like I don't know like what to do and he was basically like don't come out of the closet just don't cuz you like straight dudes right. and you're not really trying to be long term in a gay rela- gay relationship with someone who's really effeminate so like what you should do is just be like a closeted gay guy who's Oof. bisexual or straight. Yeah. And you just get to fuck around with straight dudes. Yeah. Which has, uh, like, he's partially right, because I have noticed, like, in a relationship with a girl, I've had dudes who yeah. are like, oh, yeah, like, they're down low and able to just, like, yeah. because you're straight, yeah. you're not going to say anything because you have as much to lose as I do.
0: That's true. It's
1: absolutely true. Yeah. So, you yeah, know, I, like, would have reconsidered coming out as gay. Okay. Especially as early as I did. So the
0: definition of gay, you would have said. Right. I think
1: I would have been a little bit more like, hey, y'all, like, I'm just kind of like... I don't even know if I would have told anybody. Yeah. Knowing what I know now, I don't think it's anybody's fucking business. Mm. And approaching the year 2020, it's kind of like... It's so far ahead of its time now. Like, why do we really care? if this person's straight or gay you don't need to put a label on it. Yeah, I literally like true. I said no ba- nobody's 100% gay or straight. I yeah. could look at somebody who's like, "Oh, I'm 100% straight" and be like, "I bet you I could suck your dick." Yes. Like <laughs>
0: and you'd like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And
1: you yeah. wouldn't be yeah. offended. Like right. so yeah, no, it's a uh, I would I would tell my younger self those two things. Don't listen to any of that religious bullshit. Make the decisions for yourself and reconsider coming out of the closet because it doesn't Like, it isn't really going to benefit you Mm. long-term. Like, I mean, it can. Like, it made it better for me to be able to live at my parents' house... ...as a young kid and be sexually experimental. Right. But now, I've realized that I would have just been better off waiting until I was in a stable house on my own and okay with my sexuality before I did all of that because I'm just right back to where I was when I was 18. I'm doing all of the same shit over again. Yeah. 10 times is hard because it's like I didn't get to fully explore it the yeah. way I wanted to.
0: And and I can relate to that because I've done that when I turned 38 when I decided to be come out to the world of who I am and w- whatever that is, right? So so you're trying to make up for lost time sometimes.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. no, it was like, "Oh man, I'm going to go out and party hard like I'm freaking yes. 21 again." Like and it's just not it's not realistic. You're not,
0: no, it's not. And you don't get really what you want out of it. No. Once it's done
1: with. Yeah. No, exactly. So it's, yeah. It's a...
0: So what, what advice, the last one, what advice would you give to anybody out there in the world? What would your be your advice?
1: My advice to any, like in just anything generally. in general?
0: Yeah, absolutely generally. Uh, Michael's
1: advice to the world. Make yourself as authentic as you possibly can be. Like, no, take the time... No matter who you are, no matter if you're a good person, a bad person, if you feel like you're an absolute sadist or you're evil or what <laughs> fuck, whatever it m- might be. If you want to explore Satanism, you want to go down a path of Buddhism or enlightenment, whatever. Take the time to get to know who you are and feel comfortable in your own skin. Because it's extremely important that everybody just be their authentic selves coming forward into any kind of relationship. Whether it be... Friendship, professional, romantic, whatever. Mm. like Just be yourself as best as you possibly can be, unapologetically. Awesome.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, Michael.
1: Not a problem. Absolutely appreciate it. It's been awesome.
0: Thank you for listening to another great episode of Behind Blue Eyes. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll have another episode ready, available, hot for you Monday morning. And make sure you visit our website, xxxbehindblueeyes.com, where you can find a blog, past episode, and other goodies. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you subscribe, 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 and tell a friend. Even send us some feedback. Love to hear that. you have a Patreon campaign. You can send us a few bucks if you want to there. In the meantime, make sure your vibes are charged. You have plenty of fresh batteries, and explore one new adventure before the next episode. So, peace and love.